What's going on, y'all? This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. So today, I have a special guest in the building. <laughs> one of our first listeners, one of our first guests, probably had the highest listens at one point. Yes. <laughs> I remember we talked about that a lot. Yes. Um, We got Jackie in the building. I'm back, guys. <laughs> so for our new listeners, you should introduce yourself and let people know who you are. Okay. So... Let me, can I just thank you for having me back on this awesome show? Absolutely. And, and for the new listeners, um, my name is Jackie. I am a brown woman. I am a social worker. I am an activist. I am a sister. I am a daughter. I am your friend. And I am here to give you an update on my life and career from when was the last time we did this show? The last time we did the show had to be a little over a year ago. Oh my god! And your your topic that you had talked about was a uh, patriarchy. Yes, and <laughs> let, letting, letting go of like the gender roles and stuff like that. So how has that been working out for you? That's true. I did talk about. Can I cuss? Yeah, I did. Because a hashtag was born out of it called FTP, Fuck the Patriarchy, after that show. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was, it was basically, like, to sum it all up, it's that we are equal. We don't, we don't have to follow the norms that were instilled in this community, which is, like, you know, guys are more powerful than girls. We've come to a point where, like, uh, hello, have you seen Serena Williams? Like, no, right. she, like... She will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so we're equal and um, girls don't have to just cook and clean anymore. They're making a lot of money and guys, you better learn how to cook because I'm not making your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I want a beer after work too. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like I'm tired too. Like I don't. Anyways, hear the last time I was on the show and then you can listen to that but and that's I, what we talked about and i probably will put a part of that episode in this episode <laughs> just to recap but what's what's been going on with you what's new mm. okay a lot of good things actually so the last time i was on the show i had just gone out of a serious relationship and it was like four years and um i'm still single let's let's just be clear <laughs> and it's been so that was october 2017th so in this entire year and a half almost going on two years i've had a lot of opportunity to explore myself my interests what it's like to be a single professional woman what it's like to be a single brown woman what it's like to be a single woman and using online dating apps um and I have opinions about all of them, and I'll share. But the positive things that have happened since my breakup that I'm most proud of is I bought a house. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I am taking care of my family. I'm very close to my family, and breaking up and not being in a relationship has really showed me the values of, like, what what it means to have family what it means to have your own things and not value everything like not place value in love so much you know love is just a supplement it's not everything 
family is there, friends are there, your life is there. And so I've really learned how to kind of just dive into those realms more and not focus on love. I feel that. And I think uh, I think we search for love a lot when we don't feel it. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, you're probably in a place where you have a lot of love for yourself right now. Yes. You, you know, that have to find it. exactly. That's a discovery. We search and search and search so much for love and we don't know that it's actually in the places where we don't even search like right. it's it's love is where my family is love is where my friends are love is just being at home chilling like it doesn't mean i have to be like texting or talking on the phone or going on dates like that's not fulfilling all the time i feel that i definitely do and when you like honestly what i've learned in hanging out with my friends and family and being more invested with them i am fulfilled and like I'm not yearning for that love from like a man, you know. Like, of course, I have desires and needs, Absolutely. you know. But I'm not like depressed over the fact that I'm single. And and I think sometimes that love can misinterpret your value of love. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of times when you when you're searching for love through somebody, usually that value may be only your body. <laughs> you know yeah and you're you're external and you know a lot of us are really looking for internal love so. exactly that's what's up yeah Congratulations. yeah so that this in this time of being single i've really had the opportunity to explore that and i love my friends i actually have a really cool story and this is like perfect setup okay <laughs> so since i've been single i've i've dabbled with the online dating apps okay Okay, pros and cons, pros and cons to the online <laughs> dating apps. The pro- Here are my pros. The pros are you meet some really interesting people, period. Other pros are the type of woman I am, like, I, I like to be treated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've gone to really cool restaurants I would never go to before. Um, really cool, like events concerts like the dates have have taken me places where i wouldn't venture on my own the cons for me have been that you can quickly forget about your goals as to why you're on the dating site yeah so my goal was never to be a serial dater never to be like um i don't know what's the word for a woman that sleeps with a lot of men open not open um, <laughs> it's, nice it's, it's like a nelly song um tip true not, no. <laughs> no, uh... not not a man eater um she's like um what's his face timberland sings it uh promiscuous girl? yes 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 okay so my goal my intention was never to be a promiscuous girl a serial a serial dater like i signed on the app to intentionally date with purpose. Like, yeah. I want to date people that that are interested in having a serious relationship that, you know. And what, what I found is the con on the dating apps is that you can lose sight of your goal and then just end up going out with a lot of people. And then it basically you have so many options that I don't think people really take the time to invest in one person. Because you can go on a date and then you go back home and check the app and then you're like, oh, well, you know, this person looks good. I match with this person. And, and then it's just a revolving door after that. I think dating apps have kind of made people disposable. You yes. Know, uh, 
shit, most of my da- I don't think we've talked about this, but most of my dating has been done on dating apps. That's mm. kind of my way of meeting people just because uh shit, you know, I don't talk to guys in public like that. Right. So you know, when I was looking to date, that was the only way I was going, going to the apps, going to the apps. And a lot of times, the thing that I can appreciate about the gay apps is that a lot of times people are pretty straightforward. Mm. So it's like, if they want to just mess around with you, they'll just say it straight up. Yeah. Now, the app that I did have the most, and I guess because it was, I think it was a gay-friendly app, but it was more straight. Okay. Tinder. Oh. And a lot of people act like they're looking for dates. And, you know, people set it up as if they're looking for something else just to. Yes, they're very misleading. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you don't really know what people's intentions are. And some men, they're not there for a serious relationship. They're just there to hook up. And so that's my con with dating apps is that I'm clearly still single. So it's not successful for me yet. (laughs) but the pros are i've met some really interesting people i've gone to really cool places and the other pro i like about this app is that i go out with people that i don't think i would regularly meet yeah you know because we don't hang out at the same places or anything like that okay so the story i was trying to get to is my best friend whitney who is my partner in crime um my right hand man my wingman what are what else are you (laughs) (laughs) my bodyguard my friend just everything i met her through an online dating app that's what's up let me tell you how it was it was not a gay app or anything i was going out with some guy from the dating app this this probably lasted in total like maybe five months and while we were dating in those five months, at one point he's like, oh, my best friend is also dating someone and we should have a double date. So long story short, I met Whitney on that double date. We no longer talk to those guys and That's we're best funny. friends. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Yes. And we're not like just friends. We're like we've traveled like internationally we hang out like every day she's literally right next to me doing her makeup right hey, now hey. <laughs> <laughs> um she's like one with my family we go everywhere together there's not like a day we don't talk either i call you every morning every morning every morning when i'm doing my makeup i face her. yeah wow. <laughs> and that's like around 11 a.m that's what's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't get it twisted. She doesn't get up early. <laughs> <laughs> so I know not to call at 8 a.m. because she's still sleeping. Right. Yeah. But so we have like a routine. And so I'm thankful for these dating apps because even though like I haven't let they found love, look at this awesome friendship that I found Absolutely. from it. You know? Absolutely. And well, then that's another a way of finding love. That's true. This you is a I mean? different kind of love. Like, yeah. you know? That is so true. I think with the dating apps, you have to just be open to whatever comes out of it. Like, I mean, you you know in your mind what your standards are, but I think read just reading somebody's profile, mm. you can't rely on that. No. You have to get to know this person and, and know them more than once. Like Exactly. And what I have found is that, like, after the second date, it gets a little tricky. Yeah. You know? first date is like okay this was fun let's do it again and then the second date it's like are we gonna where's this go yeah what what are 
And, and then it's like, well, you don't want to get too serious and freak them out, but you also want to let them know you're not just here for shits and giggles. Right, absolutely. You know? Like, let's not waste each other's exactly. time. Exactly. And, and that's where I think a lot of breaking points happen. Yeah. That's what I have found. So, <laughs> yes, to be clear, I don't make it past the second dates, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I'm, I've met Eric on an app. Mm-hmm. And, um... You know, I think the first time we met... Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> first time we met, it was really cool. It was really nice. And it was like, wow, like this is a really nice guy. Different. Just, it felt different from all my mm-hmm. other experience. And I guess, you know, in using the apps, you got to date to see what you like and yeah. don't like. You yes. Know? So, yes. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, sometimes it's annoying because sometimes I lose sight of my goal. Yeah. And I get lost in the entertainment of it. Yeah. And then once we get to that second date, I'm like, oh, yeah. Remember? What is it that you want? Right. And and then I say it, and then it doesn't kind of progress from there. So does it feel like a game? Yeah. It feels like, what are we doing here? We're just kind of occupying this time until you find something that's more entertaining is what it feels like. So what are you looking for exactly? Okay. This I actually had this conversation with someone I had to end it with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it was that scenario. It was like, well, what what do I want from this? You know, where do I see this going? And we were just FaceTiming and hanging out. And essentially, that's not what I want. Right. I had to come to terms with myself and say, I'm not on this app to look for friends not on this app to just occupy my time like what i want is some like so the app that i'm on actually lists like my love languages and these are my love languages everyone out there <laughs> so we're all clear affirmations is okay. number one okay quality time is number okay. two okay touch is tied with tangibles which is gifts <laughs> at number three and four and then acts of kindness is my number five. That's real. So basically, I'm all about affirmations. That's my number one. Yeah. Affirmations are so cheap. They're so free. They don't cost anything. True. All it really is is validation and reassurance for me. Like I just like to know you're interested. I just like to know that you're attracted to me. I just like hearing those things. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to buy me a car. Just <laughs> tell me that I look so pretty today. That's... That That's goes real. a long way for me. So once I get to this space where, like, what is it that you want, Jackie, when you're dating? You know, and I tell him, I said, like, I, I want attention. I want focus on me. I want time. Like, I'm not into materialistic things because I can provide that for myself. So all these, like, free things is really what I want. Communication. Like, not just regular communication like i need a lot of communication no that's real but i know myself to know that's what i want yeah you know what i mean and that's a lot for some people right now because they're busy they're single they're enjoying their own life and some people don't want to put that much effort and this this is the thing you make time for things that you want to make time exactly so you know maybe well, what do you feel like attracts you to the people that you're attracted to on the on the dating apps? So that's another good point because I've realized that I like assholes. 
Like, well, what do you what do you mean by you like asshole? Like, I know I can be an asshole too, <laughs> and by asshole I mean like sarcastic, you know, witty, and I like my men to be like that too, so we can have that banter. But just like me, I have found that they struggle with vulnerability. Okay. Right. Because you're, when you're that sarcastic and you're that funny, you're masking something. Right. Okay. And so, like, I have to be aware of that within myself. And yeah. I know that about myself. So, like, they're doing the same thing. And so, when you're an asshole like that, and you got two assholes and no one's being vulnerable, you're not progressing. You're just kind of stagnant and going back and forth. So, why are you choosing not to be vulnerable? <laughs> Thank you for bringing this up. <laughs> I just want to bring up, if you guys haven't watched your special yet, it's on Netflix. Her name is Brene Brown. Have you seen it? Okay, no, but I've, oh. I've read one of her books before. Oh, my gosh. I recommend that to everybody listening to this. Watch Brene Brown on Netflix. She talks about vulnerability. The struggle with vulnerability is that you have to trust people, right? In order to be open and, like, let them know about you, you have to have some kind of trust, already with them to that you feel safe enough to like let them know about you right and I don't feel safe I don't feel safe because I feel and I'm working on this I feel like I'm going to be judged and at the end of the day I shouldn't care if they're judging me or not I should be like confident in my own skin that like no I am the shit no matter what anyone thinks and there's times where I do feel like that but like I'm going to be honest sometimes in the workplace or like in professional settings, it's it's hard to be super confident because just like the institutionalism and racism, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I struggle with vulnerability a lot because I want to be seen as a very like smart, respectable person. And sometimes I have to be a little more assertive. And I think people get the misconception of me that I'm maybe too rough or mean or whatever and then I don't have the chance to kind of be vulnerable because I have to be like this tough person they perceive me to be and so I joke a lot (laughs) that's real yeah and I guess because I've never seen you in a professional setting I don't get that side from you Mm -hmm. oh well Winnie has (laughs) okay and she sees me pop off all the time (laughs) and I'm always getting in trouble yeah but it's not like performance in trouble mm-hmm. it's it's more like personality in trouble <laughs> yeah That's and so weird. there's nothing concrete that i'm doing wrong it's just like they're not vibing with me and this is where i really feel like i'm not being vulnerable with them i'm being yeah. this but like for you and me right. as like people of color it, it we have to have this guard up or else we would be hurt every day yeah and i mean at the same time, the vulnerability could really show you, you know, who rocks with you and who doesn't. Like, if I'm showing you who I am and you're judging me for this, fuck you. Yes. Simple as that. That is so true. And I'm, I'm getting there. I'm yeah. getting there. And, and that's kind of like with going back to the dating apps, like I'm getting a lot of practice with this. Right. Absolutely. Because every time I meet someone, I have the opportunity to be vulnerable and with this last person that I just had to end it off, I felt I was being very vulnerable and telling them what my needs were. Yeah. And they told me, like, I'm not good enough for you. 
and that's the truth. That's what's up. You yeah. know what I mean? And and like I don't want to hear that. Right. But that's also like the honest truth and I don't need to invest time in that. And and I mean that should feel empowering at the it, same it, time. You know what? It's like yes. my, my truth made you tell me like not to waste either one of our time. Exactly. Like, thank you for not wasting and, my time. And I never thought a man would ever tell me I don't think I'm good enough for you. Wow. You know, that made me kind of reflect, like, what am I asking for? But what am... Time? Attention? Yeah. Those are basic, though. Basic. So, like, I guess not. I guess you're not good enough. That's real. And it was empowering. We actually celebrated last night. (laughs) That's what's up. (laughs) Whitney and I. That's how (laughs) cool our bond is. You know, I talked to her about these things. She's like, all right, well, let's go out. (laughs) <laughs> and we went out, and here's God's work. You ready for this? Yeah. Okay. This, <laughs> this, this boy that I had to end it with because he couldn't give me time and attention was Australian, right? Super, super cute, super funny, super successful, awesome guy. But he just, we just weren't a match. And last night, Whitney and I went out, and I met an Australian man. Wow. And we hit it off. Let's wow. just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Look at God's work. So I feel I'm indigenous. So, like, all these mystical things that happen, I truly feel that is, like, a sign of the universe. Yeah. Like, I think I did the right thing. I could have met anybody else, but I met another Australian man right. last night. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, what are the odds of that happening? So I felt like... I was on time. I was in the right place. And, like, this was a sign, like, okay, this is where you're supposed to be. See? See that connection right there? Look, God's work. So are you going to be vulnerable with this man? No. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, let's be honest, okay? (laughs) Let's just be honest. Awesome Australian man. But... I don't want... I know age ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> oh, I'm 32 years old. This man is 29 years old. Like, not to say that's going to eliminate him, but, like, I just went out on a limb last night. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't actively, like, looking for anything. So, I won't say, like, it's a n- never, but I'm not going to put any effort into this. Because he's younger? Yes. But twenty but twenty nine is right on the cusp of like I'm just I'm just not really interested like that. Okay. That's like fair. not to say like he can't interest me. Right. I just I I told you BTS, I left without even getting his number. Right. <laughs> right. So But that's, it's okay, I gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he asked for it, so Sure. <laughs> Sure. Anyway, so that that's where I'm at. Updates are I got a new house. I've been involving myself with my friends and my family. They have fulfilled me with so much love that I have no complaints about being single for the last year and a half. I've gone to Barbados. I have fallen in love. That's I'm out of love. I'm going to Miami okay. on Tuesday. Okay. Going to oh, Canada full circle. Right. Okay. Yeah. My Raptors are win- winning. Shout out Kawhi Leonard <laughs> and San Diego State Essex. Okay. <laughs> yes. What's the game? We're going to win game six. 
We're gonna yeah, they're taking the finals game six. It's over. <laughs> and um, I do want to say something else in my career. Um, oh, you know what? You wanted to talk about therapy. I am still in therapy. Yes, <laughs> I got two therapists. Okay, I am still in therapy. I have been in therapy for over a year and a half. I love my therapist. She keeps it so real with me. Um, let me just tell you something she said to me yesterday. I told her how I ended it with that Australian man because he just wasn't going to give me my knees or anything. And this is what she said to me. She said, okay, Jackie, well, have fun hanging out with Whitney this weekend. (laughs) 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 She keeps it all the way 1,000 with me. And what she's telling me right there is that if you keep this up, and by this up is like not being vulnerable... And just being black and white, cutting things off when you don't like it. You're not going to get anywhere like that. Right. And you're going to have Whitney to hang out with every weekend. Right. And that's not going to be a good thing if you're looking for a man. Right. And so you have to find a therapist that truly gets you and can communicate with you in a way that like when she says that to me, it's it's funny, but it's like, you know, like, oh, oh, you're right. I am hanging out with Whitney again. Right. <laughs> and then when Whitney gets a man, then what? Exactly. Exactly. Like, so in all that love I have found with my friends and family, that's not to say I can't, I can't grow in my relationships in love. Like, I still have to work on that, too. So it's a balance, right? Yeah. But, yes, I'm still in therapy. Dr. Moore, I love you so much. <laughs> and I recommend therapy for any professional, any woman, any man, anything you're going through, there is no safer place where you can just vent, get an unbiased opinion, no judgment, and just, like, get really good feedback. And um, you should get back into it, too. I know. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I don't feel like I'm really going through anything, but I definitely feel in my present life... I'm pulled both by my past and my future. Mm. So there are things that my future is trying to make my present let go of from my past mm-hmm. to keep moving. And yeah, I kind of would like to sit with somebody and just kind of work those things out because, um, you know, a lot of them are very clear and I don't know how to all the way express them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So still trying to just figure it out. And, um, yeah, I think therapy would be a good Yeah, it definitely point. gives you a space to, like, process any kind of thoughts that you're having. And, like, you don't get to practice that with so many people, right? right? Unless you talk to yourself, which, right. on the low, we all do. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I talk to myself. All the time. Yeah. And so it does create a space where you can practice that and learn how to articulate, like, what is internally, like, in your mind. Yeah. And we need that. Sometimes we need to hear ourselves, like... What is really going on in there? Yeah. And I guess one of my fears in going back is how is this going to affect me creatively? Why? Um, Because this has kind of become my place to talk. Okay. So it's like, if I go back to therapy, will I still have things to say? I think you know? so. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, I'm in therapy. Look at me. I can't yeah. stop talking. <laughs> okay, Dr. Moore is always looking at her watch saying, okay, well, it's time. <laughs> so, yes. And um, as a social worker, activist, therapist, all that stuff, 
I am now um, dabbling into the therapy world as well. Like you can find me on telehealth. And um, basically I do my sessions with clients through FaceTime or Skype. I'm trying to reach out to the millennials a little bit more because the millennials, as much as as much hate as we get, (laughs) millennials are really tech savvy. They're open to technology and they're open to therapy, too, because we're smart enough to know the benefits of actually processing any traumas, thoughts, fears, struggles with someone. We know that suicide is a national fucking crisis in the U.S. We know mental health is a real thing as millennials. And I think that we're actively searching for answers. And so one of these things that the millennials are doing is basically reaching out to therapists. So our generation is way more open to therapy. And telehealth, which is basically FaceTime, Skype, allows you to meet and connect with the therapist without actually going to like an office. Okay. So you can do it from your phone. You can do it from your laptop which in reality is beneficial to everyone, right? Because I can reach people that may not be close to an office. Right. I can reach people that need help in live time. Right. And so that's where I'm at. And so if you're interested or need any resources, you can email me at dylan.jacqueline at gmail.com. That is D as in diamond, I-L-L-O-N dot J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E at gmail.com, Okay. <laughs> that's what's up yes well i definitely do appreciate you coming on jackie thank you um, it's always fun i just want everyone to know we've been like toasting with mimosas <laughs> over here it is a happy beautiful saturday <laughs> so would you like to let them know actually both of you can would you like to let the people know where they can find you yeah i'll go first is that okay with you with me oh, 100%. <laughs> You Like I said, you can email me, dylan.jacqueline at gmail.com. If you have any questions, looking for a therapist, would like a consultation, I am here to talk to you. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at jackladdy.dotty. That is J-C-K-L-A-D-I-D-A-D-I. Okay? All right, guys. <laughs> so nice talking with you. <laughs> and I'm Whitney Reynolds. Um, hey. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Diane Reynolds. Diane. I'm not gonna spell that whole thing for you, but it's pretty pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. You'll find her. Yeah. Okay, and thank you, Mike. This has been great. Thank you. And you can find this podcast on all social media networks, YouTube, um, Apple Music. I mean sorry, Apple Podcasts, Google Simi Play Moses. Music. Simi Moses. Yes. <laughs> At the Art of Letting Go podcast, um, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can always DM us or hit us up at the Art of Letting Go podcast at gmail.com. You can find me at Just Mike Brown on all social media. And thank you guys for listening. Like, subscribe, share. We appreciate it all. This is the Art of Letting Go. Hey.